Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, building experiences that connect, remove friction, and deliver insights. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today is my sage colleague, William Boone. William is a curious and passionate Irishman working to change global mindset on better ways of working. From his base in the French Alps, William calls for psychological safety and the ever-increasing need for it. At Sage, he is an experienced agile coach with demonstrated history of working in the global computer software industry. He is skilled in implementing agile methodologies and software development best practices. Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, William. Thank you very much, uh, Ed. I, I don't know if I should have a huge head now from that wonderful introduction that you've given me, but fantastic. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. And William, why do you do what you do? The fundamental question, um, I'm passionate about helping people uh, in any way that I can. So I've built up some skills, uh, I hope, and abilities. And at my age in life where I am now, I want to share that with people and help them to avoid some of the challenges and the difficulties uh, that I've had. And Really, if you can learn from other people through mentoring or coaching, um, I believe everyone needs some form of coaching. And you can avoid a lot of the obstacles that are there in life. Um, if I can help people along the way, then that that motivates me. That helps me. I, I don't believe in materialistic things. I'm not a huge driver of money. I mean, it's there and needed. Um, but there's so much more you can get from actually helping people, the, the invisible things that make a big difference. That's what drives me. And talk a little bit about something that's in your bio, and that is uh, this notion of psychological safety. Yes, I think this is something that's become hugely important. Um, well, I believe so. Um, we talk about it within SAGE, and I think we talk about it um, overall. If we look at it from maybe a quick history lesson, we had the industrial revolution and we had the information revolution. And a lot of people talk about now what we call the social revolution. And what we mean by that is that there's really a focus on people and the needs of people and helping people to be the best that they can be. Whereas in the past, we were more focused on efficiency and output, you know, and getting all those things done. But as I like to say, we're not robots and that, social aspect, that human aspect has become hugely important. In Sage now, we, we, we talk about it. It's a real theme of being human. Um, and I think overall, you know, my interactions with the world, um, that social aspect and, and having people be able to talk and to speak and talk about different things it is necessary and we need to encourage it as much as possible. And that's the, talk about how that that is experience, you've experienced this in growing it inside your own uh, life per se, or even the work that you do at Sage. Yes, um, I do a lot of uh, facilitation. I work with a lot of teams. I've been working over my past years mostly with a lot of software development teams, but I work with uh, a lot of other teams, and I find that um, post COVID, uh, especially. Uh, we've expected people to adapt to this new world of, hey, we're all online, we're working in this hybrid way. And it isn't there. It just isn't where we would like it to be. And I think where organizations would like it to be. And I try to engage with people and put things in place and interact with them and share knowledge and experience 
And, you know, for, for, so for example, people listening to this is like, well, how do I know if I have psychological safety or a manager? How do I know? Well, the first question you ask yourself is, you know, how are your team doing? How, you know, okay. If you don't know the answer to that question right now, then you possibly have a challenge with psychological safety. As a team member, how are we doing? I'm part of a team. How is our team doing? If you can answer that and pinpoint what the challenges are or how you're actually doing, then maybe you also have challenges with psychological safety. So it can open up a whole um, kind of box of various different things um, that can help you to see the world in a, in, in a better way. I mean, it, it's huge psychological safety. And we'd like, like many things, you know, I talk to people and like, well, tell me what I can do and tell me, yeah, we can provide guidelines, but like many things, it's a journey. And it's a journey that you have to go on and you have to take people on that journey with you. And you have to go through the ups and downs of it. Um, because again, um, we don't fit into boxes. We don't, we'll do this, this will happen, this is the output. This, this isn't the way people work. And through history, we, we, we know this. So that's what I'm always trying to keep in mind. Yeah, the business is not science because there's people involved, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so talk a little bit about how you might relate psychological safety with innovation. Innovation, I think it has so many different forms, but maybe simply it's, why are we doing this? So what value is that going to bring? Or, hey, that's a crazy idea, and I'm not sure it's going to work. A lot of us, when we get involved in things, we want it to be positive. We want it to be great. I think if we had that kind of disconnected voice or, or someone in the back to say, hey, guys, you know, where are we going? Or what's this all about? Or what is it? To ask these questions that maybe a lot of people don't want to ask, even if it's possibly to play the devil, as some people like to do, but just to kind of put it in a different way. Like we, we can, many ways of doing innovation. Like there is another way of, um, tell me everything that will go wrong with our product or service. Why would we do that? Well, so we can flip it then and see if we're actually doing any of that right now. And people's heads kind of explode and go like, yeah, I never thought of it like that. So let's think of all the bad things and use all the questions, negative or otherwise, and see how where that might take us. So I think having that psychological safety to try these different things, to ask a question that yeah, maybe is, is that silly? Because I think, why do people not speak up? We're worried about what will happen, how we'll be treated, will we be criticized? Um, and they're, I suppose, symptoms or um, uh, the causes of, of, of a communication problem. And we often assume that quietness is agreement and everything is okay. And my experience is that later, you know, something explodes or something happens and it's like, okay. And we find, but we knew about these issues and we knew this could be a challenge and we knew this could be, of course, everything is easy in retrospect, but if some discerning voice had just put up their hand and said, hey guys, what about this scenario? Oh, well, let's not worry about that. But what if, you know, and having the courage and the strength to, to be that voice uh, to say that. And William, we have an exit question that we ask all of our guests, and that is, who is a hero of yours and why are they a hero? I thought long and hard about this question, Ed, because I've listened to some of the previous podcasts. And um, I was going to say, 
anyone who dedicates their time uh, to helping people in disaster, famine, wars, all kinds of suffering. But to pin it down to one person, I would say the Polish film director, Krzysztof Kieślowski, or Kieślowski. Um, the Polish people listening to this, if there are any, will, will kind of slap me later for pronouncing his name wrong. But this was a Polish film director who applied to film school in Poland um, three times. The first two times he failed, he didn't get in. And the third time he actually got in then. And he wanted to make films about people, everyday life. But the situation in Poland at the time caused them to get into conflict with the government. And he ended up moving away from uh, documentary films. But what he really wanted to do was you know, kind of share with the world experiences in life and people. And I came in contact with his film in, uh, films in, in the early 90s in, in, in Dublin um, because he, he was Polish. And then uh, he started making films in French, um, the things like the Three Colors trilogy, uh, Blue, White and Red. Um, now, a lot of people see these as kind of pretentious and there's these things like metaphysical, but at that time for me, that kind of touched me where I was in my life and I kind of made a connection. And I think maybe for what we're talking about now is about focusing on what you want and, you know, going towards your passion and, you know, being willing to take that where it might go for all the difficulties and the challenges and seeing where that might go. And I think I really connected with this kind of idea of that. Um, so he's someone uh, that I can relate to a lot, even if some people think that film makes no sense. But hey, we all have our heroes. And lastly, William, how can somebody contact you? So um, they can contact me with william.boon at sage.com or um, externally it's willboon, W-I-L-L-B-O-O-N at gmail.com. All right. My Sage colleague, Will, William Boone, thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Thank you, Ed. Delighted it was to be here. Thank you. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. 